This is Caleb, and you're listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. With me behind the scenes is my teammate Tatsuya Murao. Since the beginning of this podcast, I have talked about many aspects of analytics involving different data tools that you can use, but I haven't yet taken a deep dive into the core components of analytics. And so in these next few series of episodes, I'm going to explain in detail fundamental tools and resources that you can take away and learn from. And so I'm going to begin with data visualization as a general concept and go into the specific tools that are used today and what the future may bring. Then I'm going to go into other data science topics like building algorithms, of working with databases and everything else that involves analytics. But in this episode, I'd like to give you a little bit of a primer on data visualization. I'll give you a small history about where data visualization has come from and where it's going uh, based on my expertise and based on other information out there about data visualization. So let's begin with a definition of data visualization. Fundamentally, all data visualization is information that is shown in a visual manner in order to make a point or tell a story based on underlying data. It's quite a self-explanatory definition, but what I'm trying to explain in data visualization is that Data visualization is the end result of data that is shown in a way that is easy to understand. I like to say that a good data visualization is understandable within 10 to 15 seconds of looking at it. And so if you look at a report that is very well designed, then you can understand what it's trying to tell you in about 10 to 15 to 30 seconds at the very, very most. And that's the goal of data visualization. It's to explain complex data in a quick and easy to digest way. Now that we understand what data visualization is as a whole, I would like to share with you the history of data visualization, where it has come from, and where it is intersecting with a lot of other things today. In the early days of computing, there was this thing called a spreadsheet, and there were many different spreadsheet tools that allowed people to input data and look at it on a grid level. And so these spreadsheet tools, first from IBM and then what morphed into Microsoft Excel, were spreadsheet tools that allowed for people to build reports that gave information about the performance of a company, about financial results, etc. And so these spreadsheet tools would be a simple table that would show the different performance often on a historical basis. And so a traditional spreadsheet would look like at the top would be different columns by date. So it would be by week or by month or by quarter, by year. And then 
on a row by row basis, it would be the different items that they wanted to show progress on over time. And so I know that even today, many people use tables that show across the top different dates and across the, the bottom rows, different items or different categories or different groups based on what they're trying to measure. And this is a good way to start, right? And so if if you came from the world before computing and spreadsheets, you would have to have somebody who actually physically drew out in a table what they wanted to show and it would be shown on a typewriter or whatever else. But spreadsheets revolutionized the way that people saw and understood data. And once you multiply that to where it is today, spreadsheets became the foundation for financial reporting. It also became the foundation for scientific reporting as well, and many other things in engineering, in science, in finance, all of these specific fields used spreadsheets because of their versatility in being able to show different kinds of data in their ease of use and their quickness of reporting. And so if you have an entire company where let's say 80% of the people in your company know how to use a spreadsheet, well, that spreadsheet's going to be your Bible. You're going to be able to do everything through spreadsheets and it will be like a form of communication across the entire organization. And up until, let's say, 2011 to 2012, spreadsheets reached a level of popularity where if you were doing anything in finance, in science, in engineering, or any other technical field, you had to know how to use spreadsheets. But since that time, other tools have taken the place because they're more specialized in specific applications. And so instead of spreadsheets that crunch millions of rows of data, you can now use Python. Instead of building out financial reports with bar charts and line graphs, you can use better tools to build those reports out. So the next iteration from spreadsheets was what is now called data visualization. And what it did was it allowed for individuals to take large volumes of data and visualize them in a way that was easy to automate. Before, if you had to update a spreadsheet, you had to manually update it at any level. And so if you inputted data, any data had to be inputted manually or brought in from another system. And if any report needed to be updated, it had to go through a manual process of an individual going through cell by cell and updating that report, or at the very least updating it in as efficient of a way as they could through a spreadsheet. But with data visualization tools that came out, they allowed for the mass import and the automization of reports. And with the conjunction of data visualization and big data, you could use different tools to feed data in from big databases or big ERP systems in order to feed into that data. All that to be said is today, we live in a world where data can come in from a different database it can feed through to a data visualization tool. The different tools can update automatically and show their reports to those in the organization who need to see those reports. And in the best case scenario, a individual does not have to touch any piece of that process because it's all automated. 
and the data is automatically cleaned, it is trusted, and it shows the information that needs to be shown on a daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis. So now that we know that about data visualization and where we are now, where we are going is to be determined. But one of the things that I see is that there are two fronts for data visualization. The first front is one in which people want to see data in different charts, graphs, or visuals. And so they're creating customized ways to show their data in interesting contexts. And so to give you an example is if you are working in a shipping company and you need to identify where a piece of cargo is in a massive ship, then there will be data visualizations that will allow you to search for a, let's say you're searching for a specific container with a specific container number. It will allow you to look at a specific ship and allow you to look at that specific cargo and where it is located. Other data visualizations will be for finance, where it can look at different items based on different criteria. Another context would be that within a hospital, where a specific nurse or doctor is looking to perform a series of steps or tasks, and the data visualization tool will outline those tasks in a way that's easy to understand. And it will also be able to direct specific nurses or doctors to the room or location where they can perform those tasks. There are countless other ways that you can use data visualization in specific contexts, but that's going to be the, one of the next ways of using data visualization. So they will be more customizable to specific contexts. Now, the second front would be on the technology front. So how does data visualization integrate into a greater set of technologies? So for example, how does data visualization integrate into, let's say, social media? Or how does it integrate into a virtual world or gaming or any other given technology? And so what we're going to see is that in the future, data visualizations that just used to show financial data or engineering data or scientific data will now be used upfront in, let's say, your social media world. And so you're starting to see in social media more charts and graphs to explain specific ideas. And on LinkedIn, it's so pervasive that it's quite interesting that you will often see different charts or graphs or videos that show data in very, very interesting ways. Likewise, one of the most common ways that I have seen data visualization is that when I'm using my phone or my computer, it will give me a specific statistics. It will say, oh, this week you used your computer 80% more than you did last week. And the average hours that you have had this computer on would be six hours a day, something like that. And so that's a data visualization in a way that is trying to tell me something that I didn't know about my computer. And so you will see this kind of integration into everything from your fridge, to your utilities, to uh, your house maintenance, etc. And data visualization tools will be integrated into different technologies in a way that hasn't been done before. So the two fronts that data visualizations will take in the future would be that data visualizations that is used in different contexts for different fields or different industries, as well as 
it will also be used in different technology stacks. So now that you understand a little bit about the history of data visualization and where we are going in the future, how can you use data visualizations to improve your work and your life in general? One of my favorite ways of using data visualizations is to gather data and show it in a way that explains an idea, concept, or story in a compelling way. And so selfishly, I use data visualization to prove my point. And so if I have a question about, let's say in healthcare, or if I have a question about different ideas or different thoughts, then one of my first thoughts is how can I get the data to show this in an interesting way? And so data visualization is useful when you want to tell a specific story. So it's helpful to look for data visualizations that help you understand a specific idea, concept, or thought in a better way. And you can easily use data visualizations to share with others. And that's the point and beauty of data visualization tools. Data visualizations can also help you think about things in a better way. And so just like writing can help you be a better thinker, data visualizations can help you be a better statistician because you can develop data visualizations that prove out specific thoughts or ideas or concepts, but it can also help you evaluate if something is worthwhile. To give you an example, in the startup world, there are many different startups that have different criteria. And so early on, I wanted to ask myself, okay, based in the Midwest, what are the most well-funded startups and which ones have exited for a large valuation? In other words, I was looking for the companies in the Midwest that were well-funded and sold for a greater valuation. And based on this, I learned a few things that I didn't know before. But one of them is that in the Midwest, often these companies tend to move to the coasts where they can get better funding and get a better valuation. Also, I learned that there is a specific time frame in which companies essentially go bad in the Midwest without moving. And so if you have a company in the Midwest that doesn't have great funding, then there's an expiration date for those specific companies. And so... Data visualizations help me show the data in, in interesting ways and helped me understand what I was looking at in, in different ways and different angles. And you can do this with any kind of data. It could be about startup data. It could be about financial data. It could be about population health data, about diseases, etc. But the more you start to use data visualizations, the more you can begin to identify what are the good ways to show data and what are the ways that are maybe a little bit deceitful and or not helpful to tell the story that you want to tell. Good data visualizations help you think in a more concise and clear way. Any data tool you use should be able to help you refine your thinking in order to explain the specific data or a specific concept in a more concise and a more rich way. The better you get at understanding data visualizations and showing them, the better you can begin to articulate what you want as a leader. I'm going to leave you with one 
last story. Early in my career, I worked for the vice president of a specific business unit who was the leader of one of the largest manufacturers in the world. Specifically, it was one of the largest consumer goods companies. And his division uh, brought in a revenue under a billion dollars. And so I worked with him directly to build out a series of reports. And through building out these series of reports, I could see very clearly how he thought about specific statistics, about specific data visualizations, and about his business as a whole. Through the time that I worked with him, I began to identify some key ways that he led his organization. And one of them was quite simple. He wanted everybody to be on the same page. And so any new report or statistic that came out had to be calculated in the same way. It had to come from the same numbers and it had to tell the same exact story. There are countless other things that I learned from him, but I began to learn from his leadership that he led through data visualizations, that he explained in detail what specific charts and graphs he wanted to use what colors and fonts he wanted to utilize, and how it all came together to show his way of leading. And it also allowed everybody within his organization to fall into his leadership in a way that was very, very impressive. And so if you are leading a team or an organization, department or division, then it's helpful to have a general perspective on what you want to show in a visual way. Many people are visual learners. And so if you begin to identify the specific concepts and or ideas that you want to show visually, then you can use guidelines to lead in a very, very conducive way. In my experience, the best leaders are those who are clear about their goals, objectives, and the overall mission of the organization. Data visualizations can help you tell the story of where you want your team or organization to go in the future. It's a great tool to keep in your tool set if you can master data visualization to a high level. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I know that I covered a lot of information about data visualizations. And the next few episodes will cover the details about specific data visualization tools and what you need to look for in choosing and operating these different data visualization tools. If you have any questions for me or for Todd on data visualization, feel free to reach out to me at Caleb at ArcosAnalytics.com or Todd at TAD at ArcosAnalytics.com. Thanks for listening and we will talk to you later.